This is EdTech Weekly. I'm your host, Ricky Zager, and this is episode 60. Uh, Christy, you recently told me that you were at the Q conference and you heard something about if you are a successful podcast, you've made it how far? 10 episodes. Oh, so we are a, oh, we are a resounding success. We are an unbelievable success. Far beyond 10 when we're at 60. Yeah, I don't know the numbers. I'm not a math guy, but it feels like six times more. <laughs> at least. At least, right? Is, can we say that? At least six times more? Well, as yep. I mentioned there, a little bit of a teaser. You are on location at Q uh, Conference, and we are going to uh, talk about that near the end of the show. Um, and you're going to give us some fun tidbits that you're learning out there. Uh, but first, as we always do, let's do the EdTech Rundown. EdSurge recently spoke with three EdTech leaders from three personalized learning companies. They're successful at rolling out personalized learning. Representatives from Fishtree, Redbird, Advanced Learning, and IXL Learning, all personalized learning companies, came up with the following. Number one, ongoing communication between EdTech providers, administrators, and teachers. Number two, a culture of learning across all levels. And number three, analyzing data at least once a week. Uh, so if your school has or is considering to use an ed tech company for personalized learning, uh, this would be a great article to check out. Yeah, I thought those were three good tips for creators of personalized learning tools, but I'm really more interested in the implementation. There are so many vendors out there and truly not a day goes by where I don't get a solicitation email or phone call uh, from one of them. So like with any initiative, it's all about the details and implementation. So I'd like to offer three tips in implementation um, to consider. Yes, so, that sounds one, awesome. Let's, let's hear them. <laughs> all right, number one, get your buy-in from teachers. So when you're choosing one of these, um, please have your teachers involved in that process. Number two, train the teachers. And number three, support the teachers. And one more, but make sure you've got the tech infrastructure to support this. So if you're going to be using an online vendor, you know, do you have the bandwidth you need? Do you have the devices you need? And then let's support the heck out of the teachers doing the actual instruction. Well, I really like those three. And I know that a group of people who are also going to like that as the teachers, because I know that's something teachers really wish they were consulted on some of these decisions, wish there was more training and more support. So uh, I don't think you're going to get a lot of argument from teachers on that. Okay, next up. Our story should make Ashley, a former guest and friend of the show, very happy. EducationDrive.com gives us the 2017 Grants Guide to help secure funding for STEM, EdTech, and professional development. The guide gives information on large and small grants and is mostly certainly is most certainly a great resource for grant writing. You do have to fill out a simple form, including your email, in order to download, but that's a pretty small price to pay for helpful information. Yeah, I mean, you know, again, we all have sort of a what, backup email that we would use anyway, but definitely a good resource for grant writing. And uh, you should also check out our uh, episode 56, and that's where Ashley uh, Pereira comes and talks to us about grant writing. And she gives some really good um, tips and some really good resources. So definitely check that out. All right, our next article from Benzinga.com. I'm sorry, it's hard for me to get past that. I always want to say Bazinga. I'm a, I'm a big fan of what show? Bazinga? Yeah, come on. What? Bazinga. Sheldon, come on. Bazinga? No? 
you know, I, I'm sorry to say I did not watch that show. Oh. Like the only person in America. <laughs> it's a big bang theory. This makes me sad. It really does. But it's, it is, listen, it was good in the beginning. Maybe not so much as it's moved on, but let's get back to the story here. Benzinga.com tells us that it's learning has again been given an ed tech industry award. This one's called the cool tool award and it recognizes the best technology solutions for education. It's Learning is an all-inclusive learning management system, or LMS, that connects teachers, students, parents, and district leaders to everything they need with just one login. And this appears to be a really robust platform that offers nearly 2 million free and open education resources. I get a little skeptical about these things when there's that many, but I'm going to assume that with 2 million that there's going to be at least a few good ones available there. So definitely if you're looking to purchase a new LMS or upgrade yours, I would definitely suggest checking this one out. Yeah, I'd really like to learn more about this from an actual user. So if you're listening, contact the show and you do use this product and tell us uh, what you think. I'm interested in how this works K through 12 for that variety of age range and what the experience is like for the user. There are so many LMSs out there that this quote cool tool award is well pretty cool oh very nice <laughs> yes well done and also that's edtechweekly at gmail.com if you want to tell us about your experience i know christy would love to hear about that yeah all right next up edtech magazine gives us some things to know if you are attending now i'm not sure how to say this c-o-s-n cosin co-s-n so many of these ed tech conferences have acronyms um, that I'm not sure how to pronounce. So like the one I'm at is Q-C-U-E, but this one we're going to talk about right now is C-O-S-N. Uh, it's in Chicago, which runs from April 3rd to April 6th. Six. The theme for this year's conference is Invent the Future. C-O-S-N stands for Consortium for School Networking, and they claim to have an exhibit hall that is not your standard exhibit hall. It is designed to encourage networking and build relationships. EdTech Magazine will cover the event live, and you can follow hashtag C-O-S-N 2017 if you aren't able to attend. Yeah, well, don't feel bad about not knowing the conference and how to say it. I, I think they're all, I think they do this on purpose because like, you know, I-S-T-E, everyone calls ISTE. And I know Florida Educational Technology Conference is called FETC, so it's not FETC's. I, I don't know. We don't know how these things are done. But if you've been there and you know, don't laugh too hard. We're trying our best, okay? But you know, I I, I honestly think when it when they talk about network being networking being important, it so is. I mean, just doing this show uh, for me has been awesome for networking. Obviously, uh, Christy joining the show, um, getting connected to an educator. Uh, and an administrator on the other side of the country uh, is pretty awesome. And um, so, yeah, if you can use these to network and get to know people that can be helpful, uh, maybe join you on your podcast. Who knows? Like Christy did. It's pretty awesome. And um, as that being said, you're at a conference right now at Q. So I'm guessing you've probably made some contacts there. So we'll talk about that in just one minute. But I do want to remind you guys, email the show, edtechweekly at gmail.com. Again, Christy, one of our, uh, well, one of our first emailed the show, became a part of the show, joined us, and then now is the co-host of the show, uh, and arguably the more talented and more likable person on the show too. I won't, I won't lie about that. Um, also follow. No, I just. I, oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, I just do the easy part. I just show up. You do all the hard technical work. Right. Well, they don't know how long we've tried to work just to get audio working tonight, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but 
Let's get, say that. <laughs> yeah, right. Let's get right to it now. Uh, the Q Conference. Um, I have never been to the Q Conference. Uh, obviously, from talking with you, I realize that it's in California, and it might be a little warm there right now. Yeah, I'm actually in Palm Springs right now. It is 95 degrees out, and Ooh. yeah, probably still is 95 degrees. It's March, people. That is really hot, and I'm from the mountains, so I have not adjusted. So. Yeah, super hot, but this is a major conference here on the West Coast. So Q is computer computers, um, sorry, computer users in education, and we call it Q. This is actually my first time to this conference. I've gone to several other smaller events, and it is just massive. There are 6,600 people here that have descended on Palm Springs to talk about ed tech. So that is pretty amazing. Yeah, I do have a question for you. Um were there any non-Qs there? Were there non-computer-using educators there? And if so, did you make them feel bad that they weren't computer users? Well, I'm sure, well, I'm sure there are, but the point of going to the conference is to learn to become a computer's so there's, educator. So there's no like cool kids club because we clearly use computers and the other who are still writing notes on paper and stuff that feel left out. Oh, there's definitely the cool kids club here. Okay, good. And I'm, I'm of course... <laughs> I, I don't want to say anything otherwise because we know that you were definitely part of the cool kids table for sure. Uh, no, hardly. I oh. wish I looked from afar at the cool kids table. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is clearly a conference that is focusing on computer. Is it um, in education? Is it a just a general computers in education or computing in education? How, what's the, the overall feel of the conference? Um, it's general and it's just so massive. There is something for everyone that I didn't even count up the number of sessions, but it's spread across seven venues. So there's seven different hotels in the convention center. Wow. Uh, you have to take a shuttle to get from one to the other. And so in planning out your day, you really have to consider location and then some of them fill up. So you have to plan to get there early and you know, it's just like the whole master planning to make your conference worthwhile. Okay. Well then, so there's a lot of preparation for your sessions uh, in going there um, to these sessions that you planned out really thoroughly to try to get to the right ones. Have you had one that really jumped out as just a great session? Um, so we are on day, really day three of four, kind of day two of three of the conference. And I think the best one so far has been the, um, the Google slam from certified innovators which we heard from probably a dozen Google certified innovators. And if you know what that means, you know that they are just really edu awesome and are very innovative and creative. And so they just showed some really cool tips and tricks. And I was just trying to keep up and take notes. So that one was really cool. I'm sorry. Did I, did I catch an edu awesome in there? Um, cute conference. It's hashtag edu awesome. It's uh, all over. <laughs> all right. Okay. I want to be on the, I'm, I feel like that kid looking at the cool kids table trying to figure out what you're talking about. That's awesome. Yeah. Twitter is just so big here. They have um, gamification of the conference as well, where there's a game on Chrome warrior and it's all about using social media to expand your PLN, your personal or your personal learning network. So yeah, Twitter hashtags all over the place here. So well, that's pretty awesome. I got to be honest with you. This makes me feel like I'm glad that I'm taking some steps to kind of get the show involved with some conferences because I feel like I'm getting left out not being at these conferences. You're learning all of these words and terms and things, and I'm kind of going, what is that? I don't know. So I better get out there, and I'm glad that I've been reaching out to a few conferences, and hopefully you'll see the uh, EdTech Weekly Show on the road soon at a conference. Yeah, you know, it's great to be around just so many other like-minded people. You know, people who come to these conferences are 
pretty much similar to you and their passion for ed tech. So that's pretty cool. And anyone you talk to has probably got a great idea or a great strategy that you can use. So that's awesome. So in the course of this so far, have you found anything that you personally are going to be able to take back to your district and you know for sure it's something that it's not even going to be a problem that's going to work and you're really excited about it? Well, I think there's just so much more that I want to learn more about. You know, when you go to a conference, you just get kind of overwhelmed with ideas. And as far as really learning a tool, like I've got a a list here of things that I want to learn more about, but I I wouldn't say that I've learned something here that's boom, ready to go uh, to use tomorrow. I think that's a a similar conference experience to a lot of people. I know when I used to go, I would like try to visit as many tables and then I would just put them down in my notes so that I could Google search later and learn more about what it is and what they do. Yeah. There was a whole session on podcasting though. That was pretty cool to hear from other podcasters and what they do in their podcast. And I, um, so. I'm, a, I'm a little nervous because before the show, and we'll share this with our audience, you were telling me that, you know, the other people showed some of their studios and it's very professional. And so I feel like my game needs to step up some. No, I'm sure it looks just like yours. Right, right. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if somebody is choosing a conference for next year, based on your experience so far, what would you say to get somebody to want to go to Q? Oh, man. So there, Q gives you a couple options. And this is their major national conference. I met someone from Canada. There's people from all over the country. So um, this is a good one just because it's so large. But there are also more regionalized events as well, which are also good you know, to connect with people a bit more locally. So I think you can come to this conference. They have amazing keynote speakers. You know, We, we started on Wednesday night with Taylor Molly, who is a poet and wrote um, What Teachers Make, and he did a great job. Um, this morning, we had George Kuros from you know, the author of The Innovator's Mindset. Mm-hmm. He was just an amazing and inspiring speaker and um, wonderful. And so uh, more keynote speakers like that, you get the big names at the big conferences. So that's pretty cool, as well as so many choices of, of sessions to go to. So if you're looking for an experience where you're getting some big name people coming and you have more choices than you know what to do with in some ways, that's kind of the place to go. And if, if it sounds like, you know, if that's a little too fast paced for you and a little too crazy, then you can go to some of the more regional ones. And I think the, the coolest thing about, you know, and you mentioned Twitter, I think one of the coolest things about this whole deal now is that you can follow these hashtags, even if you're not there and really get a piece of, you know, of what's going on. Yeah, you know, people are following hashtag not at Q, and I know when ISTE goes on, I'm not there, but I can follow, you know, hashtag not at ISTE I believe, to keep up with what's going on. I believe you mean I-S-T-E. Oh, no, sorry. I'm just kidding. No, I'm no, in the know it, it's ISTE. Yeah, ISTE is, ISTE is right. I'm just <laughs> giving you a hard time. <laughs> All right. Well, I appreciate so, you. And, and oh, go ahead. So, well, I was going to say so many presenters just post what their, you know, their slides on the conference schedule and anyone can get to that. So even if you're not at the conference, just go check out the schedule and find some of these slides and get some great ideas that way. Well, very cool, Christy. Um, I appreciate you sharing with us and I appreciate you taking the time. This is prime going out and networking, quote unquote networking time. So I'm, I'm happy that you uh, are uh, on the laptop in the room and, and on here on the show with us. So again, if you want to contact the show, email us at edtechweekly at gmail.com. And as always, you can follow me on Twitter at Four Tech Teachers. And we are now on unveiling the show has its own Twitter account. And that is Ed Tech Weekly Show without a W 
So it's the EdTech Weekly Show, faux show. Um, did that come off as too cool, too hip? <laughs> Just No, you're totally on it. It's very hip. Good. Thank you. I thought so. I, I exude. I really do. There's a lot of hipness coming. So <laughs> I appreciate that. But EdTech Weekly Show with no W. Follow the show. And then, of course, you can follow Twitter at Christy M. Warren. Christy, there's no Matt again this week, although we were lucky to have him back last week. And he always ends the show. So I'm going to put some pressure on you to close out the show. Okay, I'm going to close the show. I'm prepared for this. Five tips when you attend a big conference. Number one, plan your sessions. Number two, wear comfortable shoes. Number three, pack snacks. Number four, come fully charged with backup. And number five, reach out and connect on Twitter and in person. Whoa, 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 whoa. You just said unprepared. I'm not buying it. That was awesome. (laughs) No, I did prepare that ahead of time. (laughs) (laughs) I, I figured as much the way you rattled it off. Those are awesome tips, though. Look at you bringing your tip game. You've had a few tips here tonight, the three... Uh, previous tips about you know getting your teachers buy-in and all that and now this this is you're really bringing it for the show and i appreciate you once again being on the show and i appreciate all the new listeners as i know we get more and more every day we will see you next time on edtech weekly